0: Hi guys, this is episode 8 of the Beauty of Ugly, and let's talk about some stuff. Uh, sorry, there's been no episodes uh, for quite a couple of weeks, right? I think a lot, the last one was probably like three weeks ago. So I'm really sorry about that, guys. Uh, I've been a little bit busy with uh, something else. I've been busy with uh, live streaming. Uh, it's a new thing for me, and I've learned a lot about it. Uh, we have been in lockdown for like a month now. Today is, I think if I'm not mistaken, day 31. And um, I've just been doing live streams like daily live streams every at 2pm every day uh, for the past, I think today would be day 23 of my live stream. Uh, and I got into it in a weird way because uh, I actually I actually didn't want to do it because I I don't know what it is, right? I'm always very bad with what the new media, the new media all are. Um, Like, I I don't know, like I'm happy with having Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and even Twitter, I hardly go on it. Uh, So I'm really only happy with Facebook and Instagram. I can, I know what those things are. And then they come up with things like uh, Facebook stories, Instagram Instagram stories, uh, Instagram live, and uh, Instagram TV. And, you know, YouTube's having a new thing, which is actually the old YouTube, but it's like you got to pay money for it. They they keep downgrading the YouTube. And then now they got a new YouTube, which is, uh, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, When I see it, I'll know it. So I'm very bad with all this new stuff. So I didn't know what a live stream is, right? But I see people doing it and I don't really understand, like, why does it have to be live, right? Uh, What's the appeal? And so I saw people do it. And then, like, my friends were all really, basically, all my comedian friends were all doing live streams. Uh, Well, not all of them, but many of them were. And I was like, okay, I don't know what this thing is. I'll go and check it out. So I did. Uh, after a few days, I was like, "What is this live stream? I I don't know what it is, right?" So after a few days, I went on a couple of them, and then uh, I was really quiet. I hardly commented. I just watched, and then uh, my other friends were commenting. You know, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a little bit like a conversation. You know, people who are watching can type in their comments, and then the the live streamers would respond to that, and I guess that gives the viewers some interactive thrill. I guess. And and so there was one day I was watching uh, Kieran Prakash and Brian on their One Mic Stand live stream. It's called uh, they have a long ass name. They have they call it uh, the Daytime Mama Quarantine Sessions with One Mic Stand, something like that. And so I was on it, and then I noticed that uh, their title was wrong because uh, they said that it was Day Six at a time. actually it was day seven uh, because it was a Tuesday the first day of uh, lockdown was Wednesday so I I was like okay I think they got the the date wrong so I was like correcting them in the comments and that was basically about the first time I ever commented on a live stream and so they gave me a lot of shit for uh, like losing it and having bad math and then Prakash said hey would you like to come on the live stream and I'm like I don't even know what that means or how it works so i said yeah sure uh, how do i do this so they sent me a link and then uh, brian sent me a link and then i clicked on it on my computer browser web browser on my computer and then uh, i was on their live stream and i was like can you guys hear me and they could you know just from the built-in mic on the on the notebook computer and with the webcam they could see me they could hear me i could hear them so I was on a live stream as a guest, you know, and I was like, wow, this stuff is really easy. And it was fun. We had a nice chat. Uh, it was a lovely time with the boys. We had a lot of fun. We had laughs. And then I was figuring like, wow, this thing is pretty easy. Uh, like you just send your guests a link, they click on it, and then like they're on the stream. Like, uh, but I was still thinking like, well, for the host, it's probably pretty hard, right? probably for the host to set it up, like you got to know a lot of technical stuff. So I kind of put it off like, ah, this is not for me. And then, uh, but then I, I kind of like noticed, like, well, there are, there's a lot of live streams now. Uh, so I made a list of uh, all the live streams that other people could check out if they are interested. Just, um, cause like at that point, what I was putting out was just my Facebook posts. I was posting jokes uh, that, I could think of uh, every day on on Facebook and I was posting those up and I was like, what else can I post? Okay. I could post about like, um, uh, where you could, um, donate money to charity to help out the needy, uh, in this time of crisis. And I was also posting up like, uh, where you could get free content to, uh, check out. Right. There were a lot of like free museum tours. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. And then I was also posting out about um, live streams, uh, because I kind of like, I figured like, well, I know about the live streams, but other people probably don't know what times they are on and um, where to go, right. So I compiled a list uh, of all my friends, comedian friends, uh, live streams, and I put that on uh, as a Facebook post. And I think the next day, one of my journalist friends uh, asked me about comedian friends who uh well he said he wanted to write an article about comedians who are basically doing live streams now because uh he also noticed the trend right you notice that comedians are all out of work and uh, have too much time on their hands and are all like uh expressing themselves online this way um so he asked if i had a live stream since like i gave him a good lead with my facebook post uh, so out of courtesy, he asked me if I had a live stream, and I said, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, it's at 2 p.m. today, and at that point, I had no idea how, like, what I was getting into and how to do it, and so I just thought, like, well, uh, this is an opportunity, obviously. Uh, like, I could be on a news article, and that's, that's press, right, and uh, that's always good for a, a comedian, right? so i thought like okay just do that you know i'll come back at 2 p.m and uh yeah 2 p.m live stream today um and uh i i didn't i didn't sell it to him like i've always been doing live streams i told him the truth which is like well now since you asked i have a live stream today at 2 p.m just for you i'm going to have a live stream since you asked right and uh and he laughed and then he's like okay So now I'm stuck, you know, I got to do a live stream and uh, I had to figure out like how to do it. So I figured like the, I went on Facebook and I checked out like, is there such a thing as a live stream button? And there is a live button uh, on your Facebook page that you could click that I never noticed before. So uh, I did a trial run. I was sitting next to my wife. I clicked on it, you know, and I was live immediately. I went live and then I was like, oh, shit, is it this easy? Turn it off turn it off you know so i turned it off like uh it was like i panicked i was like that it's so easy you click the button and you're alive and your the, the webcam is uh, working and you are talking into the public uh abyss right um so i so that day i went on uh i i just used the uh, the button that was available on Facebook, it wasn't perfect, uh, I'm sorry to say, Mark uh, Zuckerberg, you gotta fix that shit, because a lot of my friends came on, and they watched, and uh, they couldn't see anything, they couldn't hear anything, um, so that didn't work too well, and then the next day, because I already used up all my thoughts that I've been collecting for that week, uh, uh, some of them was actually some of the stuff from uh, the previous podcast. So those were the things I was talking about. And, um, and then uh, the next day I was like, oh, okay, okay I'm I'm going ahead of myself. Actually, what happened then was like, because I mentioned that I was going to have a live stream, uh, my friend Stephen Bones, my good friend Stephen Bones, who is also uh, my podcast guru and also my live stream guru, <laughs> He asked me if my live stream is a daily live stream. And again, I did the thing where, you know, stick your foot in the door before it closes, right? So I'm like, yes, it's going to be a daily live stream. So I thought like, I'd say that first, if I can't back it up, uh, I'll back out of it, right? Um, Kind of a douchey thing to do, not my usual character, but like, I thought like, uh, maybe there is a chance I could stick to it daily. And now it's been daily for like the past uh, three, it's been daily for like more than three weeks now and um so yeah uh but from the second day onwards i had no content i like i had already used up all the thoughts that i've been collecting for that week right all the interesting uh things i thought that i could talk about and so i I decided to bring on a guest and since i remember having lots of fun on the stephen bones podcast i asked uh, stephen bones to go on as my first guest and he did and we had a lot of fun and i was learning i was still learning uh, it wasn't perfect you know i was still um i wasn't as good a listener as i wanted to be i was paying too much attention to the comments and uh i was kind of like uh, asking questions and then preparing the next question uh when i should really should have been listening to the answers a little bit more closely and um i'll talk a little bit more about this um, it's it's kind of my fault uh it's kind of inexperienced but it's also kind of uh, a little bit to do with the internet as well uh, i'll explain this later um but it went well overall and then uh, i've been having guesses on uh, since then uh, every day i've had either one two or three guesses on And it's been working well. Uh, We've had a lot of uh, nice chats. And even at one point, I was wondering, like, well, it's kind of the live streams are kind of fulfilling some of the uh, goals that I had. Some of the, what what am I, what's the word I'm looking for here? The live stream is really uh, fulfilling some of the needs that I needed to um, satisfy, that I've been satisfying with the podcast. So I'm like, is the live stream really going to, like, replace the podcast maybe? Or maybe I was going to combine the two, you know, um, join up the titles. And I was thinking about that very seriously. And in the end, I decided against it. Um, And I'll talk a little bit more about this afterwards. Um, But what I want to say now is um, the live stream's been on for a while. And the other thing that I've been doing a little bit also has been uh, doing Doing some open mics um, online. Can you believe that? I did one last week where I was in Jakarta. Not really in Jakarta, but more like um, I was. I was performing in an online open mic that's hosted by a Jakarta comedy club. Uh, let's put it that way. Uh, that was hosted by my friends. Uh, uh, the host was uh, Reggie Hasibuan, my good friend from Jakarta and uh, the comedy club is also, be- it belongs to Mosidik which is also one of my good friends. Um, yeah, very nice guys and uh, I performed there. I mean, I, I did the open mic there. Uh, it was fun. And they use uh, Instagram live for that one. So I got a little bit of a taste of what Instagram live is like and then uh, i tried one that was on google hangouts in tokyo uh, invited by my friend uh, peter sedel that one worked well as well Uh, i think those work okay you can kind of test out your jokes on those and see the response because you do see an audience and you see a response and then there's another type of uh, open mic where you don't see the audience at all and you're just performing into the camera and of course, that's uh, disadvantages because you you can't really adjust, you know, your jokes or save your jokes in a way you can't really tweak your performance to what's going on with the audience. Uh, so um, there's some drawbacks to that. But at the same time, I also think that maybe it's an important skill to pick up to perform without being open. I mean, being without being able to see the audience, I think it might be um, it might be. A good skill to pick up being able to perform into a camera or a machine right or being able to talk into a machine uh kind of like podcasting a little bit it's uh kind of the same skill uh, although this one is uh, a little bit different i guess uh it involves being confident talking into a machine i guess uh, but of course it also involves writing jokes and being funny and uh going big with your expressions and things like that and uh, i think uh that's it there is an overlap between that and uh what i'm doing right now which is talking into a machine as well right um i think those skills might be important in the new normal i don't know what is really happening is we are we are just trying a bunch of new stuff picking up new skills trying to even maintain old skills at the same time as well because we really don't know what's gonna happen when uh when uh, the lockdown's over and uh, then there'll be a period that I expect that where the government is not going to allow entertainment because entertainment is really low priority, right? It's not like, it's not, it's important. And people say that, yes, entertainment is important. Comedy is important. People need to laugh right now. You know, people are suffering and they need to laugh. And there's a certain degree of that going on, but at the same time, in terms of physically what is important, Staying safe, staying healthy. Uh yeah, it's not it's not one of your it's not one of your base maslow needs, you know what I mean? Um you won't die from not laughing. Um yeah, so I think entertainment is going to be low priority um for a while. So uh, we might not be able to perform for a while, so I think uh, there will be a period when that is going to be like that, but then there will also be a period later when uh, things are looking better and things are starting to look better as well. Uh, the other day, like uh, two days ago, we, for the first time in a long time, we had double digits uh, new cases per day of uh, COVID-19 mm-hmm. infections, which is uh, down from the three digits that we're used to. It's always been like a hundred over new cases. So... Um, it's indicative of the trend. Although uh, we are kind of famous for uh, in Malaysia for um, we're handling as well as we can, but at the same time we don't have enough testing facilities. Uh, so it's indicative of the trend. The trend is it does seem like um, things, the number of cases are slowing down. Is uh, coming down, uh, hopefully. Uh, although how many exactly, exactly how many cases are out there, we're not sure. So yeah, back to what I was saying. When things open up again, and we are actually able to perform because by then, uh, everything is open again. And we are able to perform at a club uh, we don't know, you know, I don't know what the new normal is going to be. Maybe we have to learn some new skills, um, how to perform to a small crowd, maybe, maybe how to perform to a crowd that's spread out in a big room because of social distancing. We're going to learn how to deal with that. And I have no idea right now how to deal with that. Typically you, typically if the room is not ideal and it's spread out like that, what you would do is you would do the Robin Williams thing where you walk down from stage and you walk among the the audience members and get in real close and personal with them, which is also kind of um, um, not something that I normally do because uh, I'm not that confident with um, being really close and personal with uh, a large group of people. But at the same time, it's not going to be an option anyway because of social distancing. So it's not so that option isn't going to be available. So I really don't know what a, what a new trick is going to be to deal with that um so yeah it's back to yeah we are going to be needing to get used to the new normal uh i don't know what that is but uh we are trying all kinds of things right we are learning all kinds of new skills uh among them learning how to perform online some people are learning how to perform online some people are learning how to create new types of uh, comedy content or entertainment content uh or even like in my case i'm just my live stream has just been me chatting with a with a comedian. So my live stream is called um, "Checking In on Funny People." I finally decided on that title, and uh, because because previously I was thinking of calling it uh, "Comedians at Home." What is it? Comedians at home getting no gigs which is a play on the jerry seinfeld show comedians in cars getting coffee um but i figured like well it's not it's not that original because i'm kind of like stealing his title and at the same time i i didn't like that there was a little bit of a, a reminder that things are kind of bleak right so i checked i i turned it into a more positive title now which is Uh, checking in on funny people which is I I really like the title because it really describes what goes on on the show because uh, the show is really about me checking in on my friends who I haven't spoken to in a while so yeah I funny thing happened the other day actually um, which kind of highlighted some stuff and this is really (laughs) 20 minutes into my podcast I'm finally getting to the, the meat of the matter which is that? Uh, there seems to be a little bit of a ideology uh, war between uh, stand-up comedian friends of mine. Uh, on one hand, there are some that says like, um, "Okay, there are some that says stand-up doesn't work. Uh, why are people trying to do stand-up? Aha, you guys are idiots, and uh, you know, you're just you're just doing the wrong thing. You know, yeah, stand-up doesn't work online. You." You just have to wait until stand, you're able to go out and perform on the stage again. Uh, in the meantime, don't waste your time performing stand-up. Stand-up doesn't work. I'm not doing it. You guys are idiots for doing it. So that's that's kind of the. So that's kind of the the, the gist of the one end of the ideology. And then the other one is um, kind of like, stand-up works, and you just have to learn how to perform, uh, without. Being able to see the audience, you, you narcissistic sons of bitches, you know, <laughs> kind of like that a little bit, um. And uh, and then like uh. That's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start uh, naming names a little bit because uh something interesting happened, which is uh I think um. Okay, the other day, two days ago, was it two days ago? Yeah, two days ago, I was on the one mic stand, open mic. And uh, I was also earlier on watching the one mic, no, 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 I got this whole thing wrong. All right, all right, all right, Why do I say one mic stand, open mic? No, okay, two days ago, I was on the open crack, uh, open mic night, uh, which is an online event. You know, you perform into the, you perform into the camera, and then the audience watches you, and and it went well. I, I actually wrote my set out, and I did I put in more effort than I normally put in, which is a good, a good thing, you know, because I'm kind of scared of doing this new thing, and it kind of scares me into, like, putting in more homework. So I, I did that, and uh, I think I, I did well. I think I did well. It's really hard to tell, um, but I i 'm pretty happy with my performance and my uh, jokes I'm pretty happy anyway so uh, that's that's all I've got right I, I I don't really know if people were entertained by it I have no idea of that you know I don't have no way of telling that uh, so I did that I, I I was doing that with a bunch of my other comedian friends who normally go to uh, crack House Comedy or uh, the Joke Factory or you know, the Comedy Clubs, right? And
1: so the event was
0: organized by Crack House Comedy, Rizal Van Gazel, and LOL Events, Rizal Kama. So the 2 Rizals got together and uh, put this event together and we performed it. And I think it was a success. I, uh, <laughs> again, it's really hard to tell. Um, a lot of people came and watched anyway. Uh, but then also earlier in the day, uh, I did watch the daytime mama quarantine sessions, uh, of, with one mic stand, which is, uh, Brian and Kieran show. Prakash is taking a break from it. I think, uh, Prakash is kind of like searching his, I, I don't know. Prakash is on some sort of other journey where he's, I guess he, I don't know what it, I don't want to speculate, but I think he's trying to do something a little bit more serious and uh, that show may be not as serious enough for him. Anyway, whatever it is, I'll uh, I'll I'll let Prakash explain it on his own channels. Um, but so it was Brian and Kieran uh, and they were planning and they were telling all their audience that they have like 30 people who are a regular um, audience uh, for their live stream. They were telling them to go and rate the open mic that night, and uh, just heckle all the performers. So I kind of knew that there was gonna be a raid going on. So when I went there, I was like a little bit mentally prepared, like oh things could go a little bit strange here, but I was I wasn't sure what they were gonna do. Uh, turns out they were gonna heckle. Uh, I didn't know that part, but I knew there was gonna be a raid. So when I saw the heckling, and thankfully I wasn't the first performer. So when I saw Like the first performer was actually my friend Gajian, a very funny comedian. So when he went on, I saw all the heckling and it was brutal. They were, they were not really, uh, I would say the heckles were kind of separated from what was actually happening. Like some of them were making fun of the looks of the comedian or the what's in the background. I got that a lot as well. And then there was also, um, heckles about, uh, the jokes and how the jokes are not funny, which um it's kind of sometimes it's fair sometimes it's not you know i mean sometimes it's just like the joke is funny but because the guy already came to heckle he's gonna heckle anyway so he he just says it's not funny so there's a bit of that going on and it was so brutal in the chat and i just went on and i say haha you jerks i'm not going to look at the comments when i'm performing so i said that right and so I, I did okay because I was a little bit more mentally prepared for it. And um, I think Rizal was uh, Rizal Van Gea was kind of caught by surprise. He's like, oh my God, what is going on? He didn't know that this was like a planned raid, right? But then after a while, I think he figured it out. But he was like, oh my God, you guys are brutal, you know? Because he had been performing at 9 o'clock uh, on his own stand-up comedy show every night. And it was always positive there. It was always um to his credit there's always like 50 or 60 people going on there and they have a good time and they say haha and they there's a lot of uh, laughing faces uh, emoticons and they always say um they always say nice things right uh, thank you for that you know uh, thanks for doing this um i really enjoyed myself that was really funny that was hilarious you know they say things like that and I guess it must be genuine because uh, otherwise they wouldn't come back right if they're really bored they wouldn't come back every night. Um, So there seems to be... um, So the the next day I went back and... So the next day I went back to uh, watch the five o'clock show. Uh, which is uh, the daytime, Mama Quarantine sessions with Mama Stan, uh, Brian and Kieran's show, and they were talking about the previous night, and the discussion was mainly about how stand up doesn't work, and you're basically why try stand up if you do stand up, you're you're basically misguided. That was the whole um, that was the whole discussion, right, that they were leading. So I'm kind of I'm kind of caught in between as well because now I'm thinking like oh and then uh, I think either at the end of the open mic show or or in another video yeah I think it was in another video I think uh... hang on I'm on the podcast I'm almost done um yeah so yeah, in one of his videos where he was performing, I think Rizal said, uh, "There's a lot of uh, good stand-up comedy up ahead, and look out for that." Um, there's also, and then he he kind of took a shot at uh, I think Kieran and Brian uh, by saying like, "There's also a lot of uh, comedians out there who are just talking, having a chat with their friends, and calling it in a show." And I kind of felt like. Um, yeah, maybe he's talking a little bit about me as well because like that's exactly what I do on my live stream, and so I had to question myself. I had a lot of self doubt, which is uh, kind of like my, you know, my thing. I always feel very uh, self conscious about myself, and uh, I'm always like, uh, "Am I being self important here? You know, doing this thing?" I'm always, I'm also, I'm always asking that question. So now I'm, uh, now I'm kind of thinking like, actually. It's true, like what Kiran and Brian said about uh, stand-up comedians, trying to do stand-up. It's kind of like a little bit true for me because I'm trying to do stand-up. And then what Rizal said about uh, people just having a chat with their friends and calling it a show. That's kind of true about me as well. So, and then I thought about that. But then I also realized like um, Rizal's actually a big influence on me. He's uh, actually much younger than me. He's probably like 10 years younger than me. Uh... Yeah, but he's also kind of like my big brother when it comes to comedy because he started way, way uh, before I did. So in a way, he's kind of like my big brother that I look up to in comedy. So I thought about that and I was like, wow, maybe I'm just doing all the wrong things here. But then I also remember something Rizal told me last time, which was that um, basically you can't listen to anybody, you know. Uh, and this in this case, I. In this case, I think I'm just not gonna have to. I'm just going to have to not listen to him, and take it to heart. You know what I mean? So, I I thought about it. I thought about it a lot uh, yesterday, and I thought, actually, what it is is, um, I'm gonna keep doing the live streams because it does serve all the original purposes that I that I thought about, and um, I'm going to keep trying to do stand-up comedy because uh, I know it's not ideal for online and I know that stand-up comedy when you're doing live stand-up comedy online you are really competing with actual stand-up comedy that's pre-recorded like all the stand-up specials and all that that like if somebody could watch that why would they watch this right I, I do think about that a little bit but having said that there is Rizal and his 50 people who always uh, without fail will go on and watch him so maybe he does know something that I don't at the same time so now I feel like uh, there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing you know I'm trying to learn some new new skills which might be useful might not be but um, there's nothing wrong with trying right and And coming back to the the live stream, the live stream really serves many purposes for me because, uh, okay, I'm checking in on my friends, which I now's the time to do it, right? Uh, Now we're all at home and there's a pandemic going on and I'm worried about them and they're probably wondering about uh, what's going on around the world with other people, with their friends, uh, with me. So it's like the perfect time to do that. So I thought like, okay, uh, uh, that's that's a pretty reasonable thing to do, checking in on friends, right? Uh, at the same time, I'm creating content, you know? I, but, but at the same time, when I say checking in on friends, but you don't need a live stream to, to check on friends, right? You can do it through WhatsApp, you can do it through other means as well. And then, yeah, so checking in on friends, but at the same time, creating content, but at the same time, it's like not the perfect content as uh, as Rizal put it. It's like oh, you just check talking to friends and then you're calling it a show. Yeah, true. But at the same time, I I looked at what's online. Uh, I looked at all the talk shows. You know, I looked at uh, Colbert. I looked at um, John Oliver. I looked at Trevor Noah. Uh, John Oliver, I still enjoy a little bit. Trevor Noah and Colbert, not as much anymore because it's always more or less the same thing. It's uh, a lot of times they're talking about Donald Trump and because Donald Trump is doing things very repetitiously, he's always going back to do stupid things over and over again and it's always the same stupid things. So their content is a little bit repetitious as well. So, uh, and then without an audience, it's it, it works even less uh, and then I noticed that Jimmy Fallon was doing this thing from his home, which is kind of like, um, kind of on brand for him, where he's uh, he shows his family doing silly stuff a little bit. And then he has a chat with, uh, one friend, you know, he's checking in on someone. And when I watched that, I felt like, Hey, uh, that that's pretty good. That's what I want to do. You know, uh. I I don't really like the, the show your show your house, show your silly stuff, show your family thing. I don't like that that much. But I do like that segment in the middle of his show where he's talking to someone and there's just two of them. And I really like that. And I've been trying to do that a while. And so that's what, I, well, you got to do what you like, right? That's, that's true for jokes as well. You got to perform what you like. You got to write what you like. You got to write what's funny to you. Um, in this case, this is not funny, but this is what I like to watch so this is what i'm this is the content that i'm gonna create i'm gonna keep checking in on friends and talking to them having a chat with them sometimes it's interesting sometimes it's funny sometimes it's not sometimes it's a little personal and touching you know and i feel like uh, i have no control over it you know it depends on um, What's going on on the other end, on on the other end of the, what do you call it, the internet, uh, where my my guest is, right? What's going on with them in their lives? So uh, I kind of like that a little bit, Um, the unpredictability. I kind of like that a little bit. Um, So it's creating content, but it's not perfect. It's checking in on friends, but you could do it on other ways as well. So you don't really need this to check in on friends. And also it's uh, practicing speaking, which is also something that's important to me because when this whole thing is over, I don't want to be like, you know, I've just been a hermit uh, this whole time, which I tend to be, I tend to do, you know, if I don't have to talk to anyone, I wouldn't. But if I put it into my schedule that today I'm going to talk to this person, I will do it and I will enjoy doing it. So um, in in a way, it just forces me not to be lazy, right? Because if I let myself be lazy, then what's gonna happen is this whole thing is over. And then I've forgotten how to speak that part of my, like even my jaw muscles are gonna be, you know, like I'm gonna be talking like blah, 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 and I can't pronounce the words. And also like the part of my brain that is used for uh, conversation, for searching words, that part of the brain is going to be so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, so you see you see what happened there? I, I can't even do it, right? So I, I need to practice that part of my brain so that I can keep learning how to speak. Um, yeah, so it's practice speaking, but at the same time, the podcast also serves that purpose. So I don't really need a live stream to do this, you know? And uh, in a way, it's kind of my way of staying connected to the world as well. Because a lot of the times, the the guest might show me something or tell me about something that's happening out in the world that I didn't know about. So it's kind of like staying connected to the world. And uh, it's, but then you could also argue that you know you could do this by reading the newspaper or or reading the online paper or going on Facebook and reading the Facebook post or you know things like that. But uh, i just like doing it this way a little bit more uh and then i get to learn a lot of stuff uh, from my guests as well so it's kind of like learning but uh, at the same time you could also learn from books so in a way the live stream serves a lot of purposes but it's it doesn't serve any particular purpose like uh, perfectly but at the same time it serves so many purposes that uh, i think uh, it Feel so many gaps that I'm just gonna keep doing it and uh, I kind of enjoy it and I think uh, one or two of my friends, I don't have a lot of viewers but uh, there's a few of my friends who like going to watch and seeing uh, what's going on um, so I'm gonna keep doing that and I noticed something with the live stream as well that um, if I'm talking to four people uh, it gets a bit chaotic so I need a little bit of structure and uh, this is a tip for you guys who are thinking of doing like chat show, live streams, where um, if you have you and three other guesses, that's like four people, um, it's good to plan ahead and have a little bit of points of discussion so that like um, it doesn't get too chaotic. You can just uh, go, okay, uh, on the first topic, we're gonna talk about this. Okay, uh, first person, talk about it first. And then second person, what is your opinion? Third person, what is your opinion? Just go round robin like that, right? With every... Uh, with every subject, with every topic, so that works for four people, and then uh, three people is a little bit more manageable. Uh, that means uh, the host and two other people, me and two guesses, that w- is a little bit more manageable, and I think, and, and I think those are pretty funny when you have two guesses on and they are. Um, they are good friends and they have good chemistry and they are funny. The two of them are funny and they know how each other are like. Um, it can be a very funny show. Uh, I had Carvin and Zach on one day and they were hilarious. Um, this funny thing happened to me uh, on that show where I was explaining to Carvin and Zach how sometimes the internet trolls me. Uh, yeah, I mentioned this uh, a little bit earlier and I'm going to talk about it. Um, because like, I, I'm trying to listen to the guests, right? But then sometimes, uh, I'm trying to really listen, be a good listener and pay attention to the guest. But then sometimes the, sometimes the internet cuts out for a little bit on their end. And then I'm like, uh, after a few seconds, it catches up. And then I, I get to hear the more or less pretty much the whole answer and like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm caught up now. Right. Uh, so I, I just make the face like I'm listening and I hopefully that happens and then I, I catch up with answer but then sometimes I make that face and then it doesn't come back for like thirty seconds or a minute and then suddenly the internet jumps back in and I've missed the whole answer and I have been making that stupid face for like a whole minute and then I can't just you know I can't just like uh, all of a sudden ask them like, can you please repeat that it, it would just kill the whole momentum of the chat right so i don't feel like doing that so i'll pretend like i heard and understood the answer and then i told i'll make a mental note like i'll go back and watch this later to to see what happened right so i move on to the next question but then sometimes it's like the answer is so profound and poignant and uh, sometimes it's a bit personal and touching and then and then like, uh, I I just move on to the next uh, question, right? Which is not the thing to do, right? And then when I go back and watch the whole thing, it's so painful to watch it because it's like they're, they're seeing this whole thing that's so like profound or so so personal and touching. And then my response is like, so what are you going to watch on Netflix? Or, or so what have you been watching on Netflix? You know, it is like, doesn't, that next question doesn't, fit in with the last answer you know what i mean so i was explaining this to carvin and then guess what uh, my internet cut out and then he was he was giving me like a very empathetic response like you know it's it's the way it is that is just it is what it is uh, the internet sometimes uh, does that and um, there's nothing you can do about it so just um, it's not your fault you know he was giving that kind of answer and he was giving this long uh, empathetic uh, response to what I was saying, but then my face was just frozen on frozen on the screen, and my internet, like my whole internet, just shut down. Like there was no Wi-Fi. I had to go and turn off the modem and turn it back on. And by the time I went back, uh, they it's been like five minutes, and they had a really good laugh because it's so ironic that it, that happened at the time when we were talking right about that thing so yeah um three person uh discussions are very good um when there's one host talking to two people i i think those are very good but then uh it's also different when it's one on one when it's just a two person discussion just like a like a host and a guest it's a little bit like an interview but it's not exactly because like they can ask you questions as well um so those are very good for like deeper Uh, conversations, you know, more meaningful, uh, more serious discussions. Um, Those are very good. I enjoy those a lot as well. Uh, And then there is the one person thing, which is no guesses at all. And you're just talking to the machine. And that is exactly what I'm doing now and i think for that one i'm gonna keep it on the podcast and not do a live stream i did think about doing a live stream because uh i did that my first one was like that my first live stream was like that just talking me talking into the microphone and it went pretty smoothly and i was thinking like how come it's all like how come it's so smooth now and then when I do it for the podcast, I have to record three or four times, you know. Um, okay, I'll tell you guys the secret. Sometimes I record this podcast, it take, it's not always one take. Sometimes it's like three or four times I'm doing this and I, I'm like not happy with it and then I have to, uh, you know, redo it. Uh, so the podcast seems to be a lot harder to do compared to uh, just doing the live stream. But uh, in this one, I promised myself, I'm just going to do it on one take. It's just going to, I'm just doing an audio recording and um, yeah. So uh, it's been like almost 45 minutes. I've been talking and I think it's okay. I'm not going to bother too much with the editing this time. Uh, Yeah. So this is going to be very raw for you guys. Sorry, but I decided I'm not going to combine the live stream and the podcast because uh, the podcast serves its own purpose for me, which is I get to talk without really worrying about who is listening or who is watching. Um, So I do like that a lot. Right. Um, My wife doesn't really listen to the podcast because uh, she doesn't like it. It's just um, it's just sounds. There's no video. And I kind of like that. I like that I have something that my wife doesn't listen to. (laughs) Um, Maybe she will. Uh, It's really up to her. I don't stop her from it. But uh, it could be boring for her, which I'm sure it is boring for her. Um, So she doesn't. So I like that. I like that. I have something that is really, I can totally be myself without having worrying about, is this boring? Is this good enough? Is this, um, you know, I I can be honest about something. And this is still my most honest place. This uh, podcast is called The Beauty of Ugly. And I'm sorry that this episode might have been ugly in a few places. But that's the beauty of it, right? Um, yeah, so uh, I think uh, that's more or less uh, what I wanted to talk about. We're all really learning new skills and maintaining uh, old skills, hoping for when this thing is over and there's uh, either the old normal or the new normal, we want to be ready for it. And um, if you're not having time to learn new skills, it's okay. If you're just barely hanging in there, just hang in there. Uh, hopefully things are gonna be better for you. Uh, if you're just spending all your time um, just being a parent, um, you know, keeping your house clean, um, doing what you need to do for your family, and you're not learning any new skills, don't feel guilty for it, right? It's okay. Um, you're doing fine. Uh, it's just us, especially entertainers. I think uh, we have to put in a little bit more effort because uh, we really don't know what is going to be the new normal or whether it's going to go back to the old normal or how long it's going to take but uh yeah just trying all kinds of things in all kinds of directions hoping something will stick right and that's the best we can do and so this has been episode eight thank you all for listening i'm really really happy to be recording this i'm not even going to edited other than cutting out the first part of the podcast uh where there's a little bit of a pause before i uh, start talking Uh, other than that this is going straight in so um thanks for listening guys uh you guys are you guys are special in the sense that you guys are the people who listen to my most uncensored thoughts uh and these are my most uncensored thoughts um And they could get me in trouble. You know, some of these things that I said, they could get me in trouble. And that's why they are on this audio podcast and not going to really be on Facebook uh, as a video or anything like that. Okay, guys, I'm going to go. I need to go and eat lunch and then there's another live stream going on afterwards. So um, I'll see you guys at the next podcast. Bye.